0: team that needs to be calling the Wizards about Bradley Beal, it's the Raptors. They have the pieces in OG and Siakam. You get whoever you got to get out of there to get Bradley Beal because this is one of the best players on the planet, uh, a three-level score, athletic, physical. Uh, more importantly, he's a guy that takes games over. A lot of guys have the skill and the ability, but they don't take the game over like him every single night, 40s and 50s. like That is no small thing that he's doing. Okay, it's not resulting in wins because the Wizards don't have an infrastructure for winning. Uh, Their coaching, you know, Scott Brooks is probably going to get fired soon, right? Uh, Their defense is atrocious as a team, Uh, you know, and, and just the complimentary pieces that he has. They don't really they don't know how to put it together around him. The Raptors, however, that's exactly who they're missing because Pascal and I know they know this by now. He ain't that type of go to guy in this league, that type of bucket getter. He's not. All right. Bradley Beal to me is on the level right now in a similar situation as far as how T-Mac used to be in Orlando, how Kobe used to be in uh, right when Shaq left 506 they are so fucking good. You know, 40s and 50s is an easy thing for them because they've just trained and worked at their games so damn much, you know, and, and Beal's done that and he's gotten better and better, but it's almost being wasted right now. So I think it's to the point where the Wizards might just say, yo, bro, we're just going to trade you just for, you know, just out of respect because you don't deserve this. And I think the Raptors are the ones that you take this guy, you plug him into the exact role that you had Kawhi in when they won the title in 2019. Now, he's not the defensive guy that Kawhi is. He's not going to, you know, probably hustle like that. But offensively, Kawhi was not a bucket getter like this. He wasn't going off for 45, 50 with his eyes closed. Beal can get his shot off over anyone. Beal can get to the cup against anyone. Beal can create in a variety of ways in close games for you. It's a match made in heaven. I feel like, you know, you get it rid of whoever you got to get rid of. If that means Lowry, if that means OG, if that means Pascal, shit, if that means all three, fuck it. You got to re—the Raptors are about to rebuild after winning a title two years ago. That don't make sense to me. You got to bring in stars now. And I thought they should have gone after Beal right when Kawhi left, okay? So I think Masai needs to get the Wizards on the phone and and try to get this together because they have a winning infrastructure. They have the coaching. They have the team defense. They have the winning principles down. They just need that bucket getter and that can go off for 40. And when they get him, I mean, shit, they could go they'd go second, third round again. It was better than rebuilding, which they're about to do. Uh, I feel bad for Beal, but he's one of the best in the world because – you know, his, his resume is getting hit right now. It's getting dented because you ain't going to give this guy an All-NBA nod. Shit, he might not even make the All-Star game based on the way they set up their criteria. I mean, he probably will because he's the leading scorer, but he got fucked over last year, you know. And this is why, and it sucks because casuals ultimately that don't watch the game in its purity and actually look at the game from an eye test standpoint, they judge you based on what you achieved and your numbers. Uh, Would Bradley Beal to say, well, you know, his numbers have never resulted in wins. Empty stats, right? There's no such thing as empty stats. It's just... Uh, a fake casual narrative. Okay, um, uh, those stats will mean something on a winning infrastructure like the Raptors, who know how to win. They just missed that piece because th- that's why they're not winning right now. Beal can go be that piece for them. Beale can go push them over the edge and get them back into the playoffs. Right, and uh, he needs to get he needs to get out of Washington because ultimately it's it's the reality. Casuals are ultimately going to judge you based on what you accomplish, not by the talent you were. And you're one of the best talents in the world. Uh, I feel bad for him. Okay. Uh, Jimmer Fredette had 70 in China. Uh, people ask me often, you know, why is this guy not in the league? To me, he should be in the league. A guy that can do that, a 70 is 70 at any level. The squ- the skill, the, the conditioning that requires is just insane. And anyone that's hoop knows, especially in the CBA, 70 is 70 anywhere. But if you're doing it in a pro league, that's that's incredible. Uh, the thing, the reason Jimmer's not in the league, though, is because he's 6'2" and he plays like a Lillard he plays like a Steph right he's basically like a poor man's version of them so you can't really put him in the NBA and say hey Jimmer at 6'2 he's not athletic like them right he can't get those shots off over elite NBA athletes right like a Derrick Jones Jr. is in his grill it'll be a tougher shot for him to get off because he lacks that movement the mobility the explosiveness side to side that being said I think he should still have a spot on a roster where he could just spot up and catch and shoot and come off screens like a JJ Redick you know, um, uh, defensively, yeah, you know, he's not going to be able to defend some of these NBA guards, these athletes. But I think you could keep him on a roster just for specialty situations. You know, last three minutes of a game, you need a guy to hit threes. You know, he could get on there and hit him. Jimmer's like, you know, Jimmer has NBA game, but it's not at the NBA level. Like he can do those things of a Dame, of a Steph, but he could just do them in a less in a, in a league that isn't as athletic. Right. He 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 won't get those um shots off in the nba he won't get that second of airspace in the nba it'll be tough you know but like a team's not going to run through him in the nba because you know it's it's a a league of freaks in nature you know steph and dame they may not look freakishly athletic but they are they are like in a grounded version of them like in a grounded form they are very athletic on the ground and they pair it with incredible skill you know i'm not saying jimmer's as skilled as them but it's just the situation with jimmer i personally think he belongs on a roster okay uh just cause out of respect. Motherfucker has 70 in China. Shit, 70 is 70 anywhere. You could go come on and, and in the final minute of a game, if we need you to hit a three, come hit a three. He should be in an NBA practice facility every day playing with the best of the best and get a chance. Tobias Harris and Kyle Kuzma, analytics kind of hurt their game. You know why? Because their game, the makeup of their game, the way they want to play, the way they're comfortable playing, it was like Prime Carmelo. When the game was in a half court, they want to you know, get up in, in the low block. They want to be at the high post and play back to the basket. They want to face up. They want to play in a triple threat position. They don't want to be so rushed the way they are now. Tobias is making it work, but he would probably be putting up 24, 25, 26 if this was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Because what happened is the mid-range game got killed by the geeks. But this guy right here is... Tobias especially is a guy that has all those. a guy that has the ability to score the ball from the mid-range, the ability to hit those mellow type shots. He's owned that craft. He's gotten better in that department, but he can't even use it in an NBA game. He used it on the Lakers the other night because, you know, they needed a bucket. And in, in the end, mid-range always lives, right? The mid-range it wins you games. It gets you over the hump in the half court. These guys, they never got that chance to actually play how they were supposed to play. So get in the half court. Rather than having three seven seconds to make a decision like Prime Mellow would, they got like three in today's up and down league because it's almost like it's an awkward situation when someone's in the mid post unless they're Kevin Durant or Mellow who fucking perfected that craft and became a king at it. It's like it's looked down on and it's like it's awkward. It's like they have everyone's eyes looking at them like, oh shit, you're doing something illegal, bro but no that's like that takes away from their art that takes away from their specialty that takes away from how they train you know they've made it work and they've gotten in this position where they can run up and down be catch and shoot guys hit threes uh you know get to the rim a little bit but like their true game isn't even being showcased and i feel so bad for them because it's literally because of analytics you get these guys in a half court set you let him, you know, even Kyle Kuzma, he was supposed to get better and better at this. That's not a thing that too many guys can perfect. And they were going to be on the paths to not perfect it, but get really, really good at it. And, you know, they were mellow prototypes, but like <laughs> the game just changed up on them. But Tobias is doing real well. I still think the Sixers need a different type of creator, though.